Hi, and welcome to the Mixed Session Within, the project of Orpanini. This is Saratoga Best. Okay, chopsticks. You ever go to those restaurants where they hand you the package of chopsticks and you have to open, everybody gets their own personal little paper package? Well, and what's the challenge there? And of course, what does it have to do with the base of musicians and struggling youth? So first of all, we went to such a restaurant yesterday, and all these years, when I would get those packages, because somebody asked me to open it for them and separate the chopsticks, I always thought that you're supposed to break the chopsticks. They're connected at the top. So it's two sticks, and at the top, it's one piece. They're connected. I always thought you're supposed to break off the top piece, and now you have two separate chopsticks, and you eat with chopsticks. Well, it was a little, little child who asked me to help them yesterday, and it suddenly occurred to me that these are American chopsticks, meaning these are lazy man's chopsticks. These are for the novices. These are not for Japanese people who can eat with chopsticks, you know, an entire meal in five minutes. 5,000 grains of rice all, all, you know, downed in five minutes with these chopsticks without losing a grain. No, 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 no. This is for Americans, North Americans. So what are you supposed to do? It looked like what you're supposed to do is just um, put your finger between the two chopsticks and kind of wedge them apart, pick up a bunch of rice, and then let it, them snap together again all the while that these two chopsticks remain connected at the top. You're not supposed to break off the top piece. You're supposed to use these chopsticks as one piece. It's cheaters' chopsticks. Wow, I thought. I wonder why I never thought of it before. Of course. The point is, it works best when they're connected. And it works best when they remain connected at the top. The whole thing works best. The whole meal works best when they're connected at the top. In fact, if we, if we don't work with the system of the whole meal works best when they're connected at the top, what you end up doing is just asking for a fork. And then the waiters kind of, you know, throw a fork at you kind of like, oh, boy, loser. <laughs> kind of a neb goes to this kind of restaurant and asks for a fork. It's so, it's, it's so you know, maybe, okay. Because we're not following the principle that they work best when they're connected at the top. Okay. Face amygdash. We all know what was in the Kaidish building. The whole base amygdash building consisted of it looked like a lion with a wide front and then a narrow back. And the front was called the ulam, the heichel. The, uh, sorry, the, the front was called the ulam, and behind that was the heichel, the sanctuary, the kaidish. And, of course, behind the kaidish was the kaidish kaidishikadashim. So, so at the entrance to the kaidish, the heichel, the the building, the room in front of the Kaidish Kodeshim, what was inside? By the way, at the entrance to the Heichel, there were two tables, one made of marble at the right, one made of gold at the left. And every week, this is where the Lechem Apanim would be placed. 
when you walk right into the Heichal, what do you see? You see the table with the Lechem Apanim on one side, on the right. On the left is the Menaira. And in between them is the Golden Mizbeach. And that's the point that I want to focus on. The Mizbeach of gold. What's the difference between this Mizbeach and the Mizbeach out in the courtyard? One is gold inside, the other one's copper outside. But we know, essentially, and this is pretty well known, the Mizbeach outside in the courtyard was for bringing carbonus, animals, and flower, and carbonus. Carbonus from the word karav, it, they brought us to become close to God. Karav, carbonus, right? We know all the psukim and all the marmara chazal and all that stuff. I'm not going to repeat it all. But though that mizbeach outside in the courtyard enabled us to come from a distant, distant place in our relationship with God to a closer place. Perfect. So what about the Mizbeach that's inside the Heichel, inside the temple building, right in front of the Kaidish Kedashim? What's that one all about, and why is it gold? There you don't bring Karbanis, there you bring Katira. That doesn't, that kind of carbon, the incense, that doesn't enable us to become close to God, but rather to become one with God. That's a whole other kettle of fish. Pardon the pun, you're talking about Japanese restaurants. The whole other kettle of, of sushi fish. The whole other thing, being one with God versus being close to God, you can't compare. By bringing the katairas, that was what became enabled that we should develop such a union with God that it can't be separated, that we could never be separated. So, now let's think, just logically. Imagine if we hadn't learned anything and someone just asked us a few questions. Imagine being like the very smart five-year-old that Rashi speaks to, very intuitive, very deep, very clear-minded, which of these two levels, becoming close to God or becoming one with God, would start to become the main energy, the main activity as you're going into Mashiach time, as you're going into Mashiach? Which one do you think? The five-year-old would say, yeah, becoming one with Hashem, one with God. The other one was all through the generations. What's new? We're always, always getting close to God. What's new and revolutionary about the, about the times of Mashiach and going into the times of Mashiach is the ability of each and every Jew to start to become one with God, to start to experience Katairus, not just Karbanus, Katairus. In the vernacular, let's go back to the chopsticks. Being connected at the top as one piece makes the whole thing work. Because what I forgot to say about the meal is 
you know, it's just not as much fun. After you came home from the Japanese restaurant and somebody says, how was it? You don't have that sense of, wow, accomplishment. You know, I ate this whole meal with the rice and all the stuff with chopsticks. You feel like a hero. The whole meal was a different meal. The whole experience was a different experience. Wow, what a restaurant. It was amazing. Why? Because you succeeded with your chopsticks. And the other guy, you know, eh, it's okay. Because he feels like a loser. He ate with a fork in a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> right? So the whole experience becomes rich and deep and meaningful and, and full and, and, and malchustic when you succeeded in using the chopsticks. When you use this which remains connected as one thing, one entity at the top. And I must say that they probably go out of their way in these restaurants to manufacture billions of these things in packages, these, these chopsticks and packages for us lazy North Americans so that we could have some kind of feeling of success. You know, wow, what a restaurant. I really, I, I did it. I did it. You know, Mashiach did. Otherwise, they would just say, okay, where are you from? Oh, Vancouver. Where are you from? Oh, Seattle. Okay, here's a fork. But they wouldn't even bother. Okay. So what does it have to do with our struggling youth? They work best when they are connected at the top. Right? They work best when they are connected at the top. Well, that's the struggle. We watch them and we plot and we think, why can't you keep yourself connected at the top with Hashem? What is happening to this young person? They need to be connected, and they disconnect themselves. Why are they not connected? And we beg them, and we cajole them, and we scream at them, and we threaten them, and we bribe them. Stay connected. Do a mitzvah. Do this. Do that. Stay connected. And they're like, uh, yeah, not my scene, man. Not my scene, man. Why not? Because clearly, if they are the neshamas, just before Mashiach time, what do we think? They don't want to be connected at the top? Their very essence is nothing other than to be connected at the top. They don't have the, they don't have the patience for the karbanas thing. You know, get close to God. Like, we need low. They only have patience for one thing. Be one with God, one with Hashem. They only have patience for one thing. And when we nudge them and kvetch them, what are they going to tell us? Do they know themselves? Do, do they really, are they in touch with their neshamas enough? Some yes, some no. Some are just, they don't want to say, what, I'm going to tell you I want to be one with God. You're going to make fun of me. You say, yeah, yeah, you're one with God. You don't even put on chilling. How could you be one with God? There's no, there's no point in them telling us this. Some of them know it, and some of them don't know it, but underneath the surface, that's what's driving them. And they don't dare let the secret out. And it's almost like the better they hide it, they, the more they feel like this is their oneness, their connection with God, with Hashem that we can't take away because we don't know about it. 
because everything else in their lives, when they treasured it, we could take it away. Oh, you like that, Troy? You like that truck? You like that? Okay, if you don't clean your room, I'm going to take it away. This is the one thing they know. This is mine. And there are so many stories. We just recently were sent a story about a young woman who pretty uh pretty pretty off pretty off the derek let's just say i don't want to go into details but pretty much and she was crying and she was saying and of course the way she dressed and the way she was crying and saying but what if hashem doesn't still accept me what do you mean what but you're you're doing all these not tyridic things but for her the deepest pain was what if hashem I guess Hashem doesn't want me anymore. What do I do? It's so terrible. It's beyond painful. What is this? This is the paradox. It looks like we have a whole population, a whole generation of kids whose very instinct, their very essence, their neshama can tolerate nothing less than remaining connected at the top. And they do it from a very deep place and in a very unorthodox way. So we don't even see it. And we think they're doing nothing. But they have, they have a kavana. And if we trust them a little, respect their journey a little, which is not easy to do, extremely not easy to do, but respect that surely Hashem has sent them on this journey. You can't have a whole generation of crazy, you know, everybody's, well, they're all ruined because, because of the Internet. Who created the Internet? Hashem. Hashem knows what he's doing. You can't have an entire generation of completely lost people. There's something going on behind it. There's a sense that we need to be connected like Katyrus at the very top. And that's the only thing that will prepare us for our role to be the true leaders in spreading light in, in Mashiach time. And if we play our cards right, we're going to, we're going to watch and turn into those leaders in the most surprising way what does it say? Azimales chatinu. Her mouth will be filled with laughter. Machashem dima mikolpanim. Hashem will wipe the tears off everyone's face. It's Hashem. It should be immediately now. We should see our youth leading the generation into the base of English immediately now. Thanks so much. For any coaching or healing work, please call me at 347 762 770 347. Seven six two seven seven zero eight. Thank you.